Ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary beings, welcome to another spacefaring episode of Cosmic Crit. This is Miles here, or you may be better familiar with my Season 3 counterpart, Sprouts Marlowe, P.I. That's plant investigator for you mooks not in the know. I, I really can't believe we are inching closer to the end of book two of our third Starfinder adventure. While some days I feel like we've been doing this forever, it also kind of feels like we just started. And so when I take a step back to feel, to look at how many episodes that we've put out from what sometimes feels like countless sessions, I can't help but like feel pretty proud of everything that, that we've done so far. And I mean, it all goes to like my awesome co-hosts and players and obviously Patrick for putting everything together. But it absolutely would not have happened without all of our amazing listeners tuning in every single week and the fantastic Critter Manners we talk to every day on the Discord. I really hope you guys are enjoying Season 3 as much as I am. I'm, I'm having the absolute best time filling my film noir dreams with my diminutive plant detective. He's a character that I, I put a lot of love into and it makes playing him just a complete and utter joy. So this is usually where I give you guys some some cool insight of what's going on, but we're a little light on any extra news on the cosmic crit front. However, I have been given permission to slightly tease some really, really cool stuff on the horizon on the cosmic crit Patreon. If I say anything else, Patrick has promised to have me disintegrated. So I'll just remind you that the $5 tier guarantees you any extra content we create, and the $10 tier guarantees you a shout out on the show when we roll those sweet, sweet crits. More information will be revealed in the coming weeks, but I can promise if you dig what we've been doing here, you are going to absolutely love it. So that's it for me this week, and I won't waste any more of your time so we can dive right into episode 141, The Old Man and the Sea Worm. Episode commencing in three. Two, one, episode initiated. Welcome to the frozen north as we foos row la de freaking da the stormcloaks into oblivion in this week's episode of the Cosmic Scrolls 6 Sky Crit. This is Patrick, your GM, aka your gray beard master, teaching you dragonkin language skills to use in the field. Join in me! Well, they used to be SDF soldiers until they took an arrow to their knees. Please help me in welcoming my friends and your player companions. To my right, she's likely to get killed unless you leave her at home. It's not Lydia, it's Rebecca, rolling with Zip. Hello! Across from her, this Thane of Whitehall has been known to take down a dragon or two in his time. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. Jesus wept. To my right, this danger worshipping Badnik uses dark magic to fling things from afar. It's Tyler dredging up to Vasho. Dovakin, Dovakin, Nolasin, Losbarin, Wahadain, Toshuk. Across from him, I bet this cave has a simple exit right near its entrance. It's Jabert playing as dressed. Hey! And across the digital table, mess with this little mud crab and you get the claws. Why, it's Miles mixing it up with sprouts. Good evening. Hey, 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 Skyrim stuff. Welcome back, everyone. Thank Thank you, Patrick. I have been weirdly tempted to play Skyrim again. (laughs) My wife is playing it right now, and I'm just like... Uh, I feel that that itch. 
I, I have like played hours and hours and swing. hours of Skyrim, have never finished it, have never gotten very far in the quest <laughs> campaign that, that's at one all. Of the, that's one of the few games where I was like, eh, it's not really important, is it? <laughs> I, I did this. I did just the go same thing in, in Fallout. Well, I will do the yeah, same thing in Starfield. The castle, kids. Yeah. <laughs> what I like about Skyrim is it really does invite you to live out your own personal fantasy novel. So, like, as I crafted a character, it's like a single-player tabletop RPG. There were certain quest lines that I did and didn't do because I didn't think it fit the character. Like my personal character did not ever do the Assassin's Guild because that wasn't the character I made. And yeah. I really liked that the game pretty much invites you to do that. Yeah, and it's, it's nice that it doesn't have any kind of um, morality uh, meter, which you know some RPGs have, have fixed sure. in the past um, mm-hmm. because like the two main sides that you can kind of go with the Stormcloaks and the Nords, the other side, whatever they're called. <laughs> the, imp- uh, the Imperials. Yeah, yeah. The, imp- the Imperials. Like, both are kind of jerks. Yeah. So well, there's especially not, like, if you play good... as a Dark Elf, which I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's oh, there's yeah. a lot of yeah. evil people on both sides. Um, uh, anyway, I... we're, we're, we're not playing Skyrim anymore, Tyler. Oh. We're not talking about S- Skyrim. We're talking about Starfinder. A game we intend to finish. Yeah, we're gonna finish every single AP storyline. Oh no! Oh no! Season thirty-eight coming. Uh, a, a bunch of fans just got excited. They're like, "Oh, they just said it. They committed." And I'm like, "Great! I'm gonna be playing this game when I'm in diapers." Yeah, <laughs> That's Wait, the you're time not in travel diapers. AP. <laughs> nah, son. Um, yeah, but we. Uh, um, I don't know. Well, we can just play Skyrim this week. We don't have to play Starfinder. <laughs> let's, let's roll up some uh, some Nords and, and go. Uh, does anything feel better than murdering that first Frost roll you have to go up against? There really should be a full multiplayer version of the game. That is not I was the about actual to say. online <laughs> one. That's, they have that's, one. That's just, you know, like a sandbox. Um, yeah, uh, I think everyone, almost everyone on this podcast at one point attempted to play that together. And about 30 minutes into that session, we both, we all noped out pretty quick. Yeah, I want something more <laughs> akin to the main game. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get back into Starfinder. And before we do, let's turn to Sprouts Marlow for a brief recap of what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. Well, I don't like stepping forward if I don't know what's going to be on my feet. And for the last few days, that's all I've done. But not anymore. We finally have a good lead. Seems like Sister Spark was invested in a subterranean area with old inscriptions and a unique psychic aura. Wars are one with information. And these caves may hold the clues we finally need to get to. And these caves may hold the clues we need to finally get a leg up on the swarm. It's time to get the truth behind all this. And no locked door, no secret passageway, or ferocious fungi is going to stop me. Ferocious fungi monster indeed, who you guys fought off. And after entering the, the following cavern full of holographic projections, you were able to mess with one, dislodge it, and it resets showing a Sheeran hologram. And that is what mm-hmm. stands before you, Trest, right now. A hologram that looks uh, very similar to Trest, uh, Trest's kind of same shell modeling color a similar build though this is a female sheeran in flowing white robes uh that is where we last left off and as we jump back into the adventure this week it seems to be beckoning you kind of forward like it's wanting to say something to you trust uh yeah i'll step right i'll step right up to it and get real close as you you lean forward you can tell her mandibles are kind of clacking but this hologram produces no sound uh instead it just kind of points behind it towards this false holographic wall to the east 
and just kind of looks at you with some sad eyes as it slowly fades away bit by holographic bit in an unfelt invisible wind. Um, make me a perception check, you guys, as you, as you see this thing kind of disappearing. It's a 22 from Sprouts. I think that is the highest that it can be. I, I love Tyler who doesn't even roll because he knows. He knows. <laughs> it's not, I know. It's not going to be possible. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to win any. Uh, I'm not going to win any top yeah, you, perception you, marks. You, you still beat Echo, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I think yeah, just sprouts. You notice? Uh, do you speak Sheeran? I do. Uh, on the name tag there of this person, like underneath the robes, <clears throat> they seem to be wearing what looks like a flight suit almost. And uh, you read a name tag that uh, says in the Sheeran language, Mark. Uh, written language, uh, so close, uh, Minesh. Oh. Yeah. And it's, uh, is that name supposed to mean something to Sprouts or is that something he would, he, is nope, it? Just something you notice. Okay. But uh, yeah, you, when we last left, you guys had found just one of these projectors. There's three holographic projections here. Do you want to spend the time to track down the, the other uh, projectors and this one was like kind of lodged in the the wall behind some fungus. Sprouts definitely would because he has to figure he he would definitely figure that they were there for a reason and even if it doesn't appear to him at the moment, you know, he would like to have all the pieces of the puzzle so that hopefully eventually he'll put it all together. Zinnia, if you, you take a look at this one that uh, that Trest has pulled out here, um you're pretty sure with some time that you'd be able to separate the magical elements out of what seems like a very small uh, hybrid um, uh, mini computer. Um, and you think that um, spend some time with them, uh, if they're all the same, that the magical element is indeed a spell gem of holographic image. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So if, if that is something you guys want to do, um, you can take 20 here to, to search out the the others um and yeah uh the other thing in this room is a dead feeder fungus i think we've determined last week uh same thing here uh if you want to take a look at this zinnia you notice that indeed it has bulging sacks of these uh narcotic spore pods um, on its backside it almost looks like it's carrying them around like a little backpack and you're pretty sure that they would be worth a small fortune to a biomedical processor if they um, could be synthesized. They have like, you know, a number of different medical applications. Well, Xenia knows some buyers, probable buyers. So I think we ought to harvest. Uh, if anyone wants to try that, that would be a medicine or a survival roll. Uh, I will roll survival. <laughs> I will roll Boy. medicine. Boys, Devasho, awful at both those. He'll just stay out of it. Yep. <laughs> Echo Seven so is twenty nine on uh, the medicine check from Zinnia. Oh my! Oh my, Zinnia. Eighteen on survival check. Seventeen on the dice. Uh, close. Uh, you, you think you would be good at uh, carving up some plant sprouts, but uh, unable to get one of these spore pods. Zinnia, you are able to produce uh, one kind of like perfect pod that you're pretty sure would go for about 3,500 credits. Um, so if you're able to like lock that specimen in a in some kind of case and keep it safe. Hmm. I have a Ziploc bag you can borrow. <laughs> Dumps out his sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yes, hold on. My lunch was in here, but that is way more important if it's 3,500 credits. I need that for a new eye. <laughs> Make sure that creepy computer doesn't eat it. 
Actually, we probably, uh, I, and we can do this off air, but we probably should reconfigure uh, who's carrying what, because I've got that big thing on my back already. The, True. Uh, whatever it's called, the oh, organic du- duplicator yeah. thingy. Uh, Devo- I mean, OPV. Yeah, Devacho has a Devacho has a ton. Of, he's not. He doesn't carry much. So if you ever go over, you can always just assume you gave it to Davi. Okay. Well, you've, you guys have a handy dandy uh, loot sheet that you use, uh, and it has, I think, weight tracking on it. So just make sure you you pass it around between yourselves. Because if I mm-hmm. ever see any of you over your bulk carrying limit, I swear. I will will rain down upon you. GM Fury. I'm scared. Uh, Anyway, um, so yeah, that is what you see here. Um, Before you guys move on, did anyone need to take a 10-minute break? I forget how much damage this this little guy, the fungal. Oh, uh, yes, Devasho does need to take a 10-minute break. Yeah, so does Trest. I I took a a bit of a wallop in there. Yeah, a couple licks, right? It had uh, had some reach. It had yeah. some reach with those tentacles that whipped out at you. Um, okay, so burn in a couple RP here, and we'll move on after that. You you spend some time hunting down those other um, holographic projectors. If you want to spend the time now, Xenia, since you don't have the rest to make engineering checks, you can. Um, uh, for each of them, it'll, it'll just take some time to pull out the, the spell gem, though... I don't know how, how much you would need that right now, but it's up to you. Well, I might as well use the time while everybody else is resting, right? Um, give it a, give it a shot. It's a, yeah, like I said, engineering check to successfully salvage. Do, do you need an assist? the dice is not going to do it. Do you need an assist with these? Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give it another try in, in, in this, uh, this 10 minute break and we'll see how you do. Oh, that's better. That was a 13 on the dice for a 25. Yeah. Do, do you want to enlist... I guess Sprouts and Echo Seven aren't aren't resting. Um, nope. This ten minute. You what? You guys want to aid? Do you have engineering to aid? Sure. Yeah, got a little bit. Huzzah! Not Ooh. not not enough. Uh, that natural one on the dice. <laughs> At least you got it out of the way. Yeah, it, you're like almost there, Zinnia. I will say with the aid, a 27 is not going to do it. <laughs> You'll have to spend wow. some more time. So Ooh. yeah, if, if they rest again and you want to take 10, um, I'll allow you to pop one of these out. But uh, it's up to you if you want to continue to work on that or if you guys want to move on. Uh, uh, Devo- we can move on, right? Sure. I mean, Devasho would understand that these could be useful, so he's willing to wait. 10 more minutes. We're not in a... I don't think we're in a particular rush, right? There's no time crunch here. That we know of. You make a fair point. (laughs) As the cave flooded, Zinnia looked at Devasho thinking, (laughs) why did we go after those gems? (laughs) Trust me, with me, there's there's always a time crunch. Uh, I say we move on. I mean, yeah. All right. All right. Going into the next section of this cavern here, continuing on the lighting of the bioluminescent kind of mosses of this chamber taper off as you walk past um, where the holographic wall was. Um, but yeah, then these these mosses just abruptly disappear as you walk into the 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 passage and it begins to turn towards the right. Uh, and then as you step forward, you are plunged into darkness here and kind of investigating those of you with uh, dark vision. The mm. wall can see that it has a rougher texture. The walls here and the floor is a irregular lattice of these very brittle stones that kind of curve 
to the right and down at such an angle where you guys can't even see the bottom. It looks like it, it drops from where you can see here about uh, 30 feet or so downwards. Um, go ahead and make me a perception check as you guys are uh, approaching this cavern. Echo 7 would like to activate his infrared sensors before making this perception check. Ooh, yeah. Night vision on. IR. Mm. Looks like the highest we've got here is a 20... One is that right? Oh boy, it's That's bad cool. scene when I'm the highest Wait. one. Trest and Devasha are the highest. That's not good. <laughs> so Devasha, did you want to go first here? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yep. Those of you without dark vision, any uh, light sources you have on you as you like start to walk forward, you notice become unnaturally dark. Um, they fail to penetrate the darkness, and you know if you have like the light out on your your phone or a flashlight. Um, they just kind of disappear as, as you step forward. Make me a mysticism check. Hmm. Yeah. Perhaps some sort of it a is, magical effect. Yeah, Patrick, is Devasho's, is the light coming off of Devasho's moat and shield also diminishing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you can, uh, multiple people here, including, uh, oh boy, uh, Devasho, Zinnia, Trest, kind of towards the front there. Uh, you can see these, whatever light you have on you, plunged into darkness as you step basically where Devasho is at the front. Uh, and you can tell indeed this is some kind of magical shade. You can still use dark vision here, but there's there's nothing that your lights are doing to improve the lighting here. Okay. And is our dark vision, does it seem like we can't see the full 60 feet? Like we're only seeing 30 instead? No, no, it's it's still kind of 60 feet. Still it just this, okay. this uh, drops down at an angle though, where you, you are able, not able to see ahead. So you're not sure how long this cavern is. Uh, okay. Xenia would be happy to uh, stealthily scout things out since I can fly above the the floor. I don't know if that floor is dangerous at all, but mm -hmm. it looks different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, like I said, it's very delicate, very um, uh, very rough. Um, so if you want to fly over it, you can. Do you, do you want to just fly the entire the entire way uh, until maybe this cavern opens up? Yeah. How yeah. far? Well, how how far up do you want to fly? Let me let me ask a question. Can I mm -hmm. test out the floor to see if it would be safe for my friends to step on, or like, uh, you can, can I bounce on it and then fly up so that I don't fall down if it breaks or something? <laughs> Yes, uh, that is that is something you can try here. Uh, so you, you've moved about ten feet ahead of Devasho, is what I'm seeing here, and you're, you're yeah. gonna kind of touch down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it like there's definitely some um, stalagmite kind of like rocks and some other things that maybe like look like they've broken off the um, the roof of this cavern here. So there's some rocks like cracking and breaking, maybe some shale like layers. Um, uh, but this this area here is completely safe that you've landed on. Just crumbly. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Um, okay, so uh, knowing that the floor is safe and her friends can follow her uh, a little ways behind, um, she'll go around the curve, uh, trying to see see what's next. What's sure. around are the you, corner? Are you flying there? Yeah, I'd like to fly. What's the mm -hmm. ceiling height? Um, about twenty feet up here so there, there's a, a good amount to, to fly I, I'll yeah. need to know how how far up you want to fly um let's say 10 feet sort of in the middle okay so 10 feet above the ground uh, give me another perception check it's a 19 it would mm -hmm. be in darkness yep 21 and if it's vision based then 22 
So you notice something up high, about 10 feet above the the ground there, what looks like little pock marks in the the side of the cavern, uh, fairly evenly spaced out. And above them, what looks like some kind of etchings on the wall, uh, very similar to the the stone that was laser etched at the this this cave formations uh, front. There is a um, what looks like the same bioluminescent moss kind of like grown into the the carvings here. And um, you, you think you can easily kind of like brush it away. It does seem to be alive, this moss, but is completely darkened by whatever magical energy is here. Can I read the inscription? Yeah, so if you're if you're brushing away this moss, um give me give me a physical science or a piloting check as taking a look at these, they look like some kind of equations. It's 25 on a piloting check. Jeez. Uh great. So um maybe a little confused at what these are at first, but um they seem to be a Uh, like I said, equations of some sort uh, carved into the stone. And you're pretty sure they are indeed starship kind of coordinates as well as like flight patterns and things like that. And taking a look at where they're carved, they're carved uh, above what looks like almost little handholds in the the side of the wall. Um, And that is is what you've got here. Do do you want to share this info with the team? Yes, absolutely. Do you want to head back to them? Uh, are they not coming this way? Well, it's up to you. No, we aren't going to come forward and tell you tell us it's safe to do so. <laughs> okay, uh, sure, I mean, I'll fly yeah. back and tell them that it's safe. And uh, we should cautiously move forward together. And there are strange formulas on the wall. Formulas. Uh, does, does anybody else want to take a look at these formulas? Uh, Sprouts wouldn't mind taking a, take a little peek. Um, anybody that down there. <laughs> you know, anyone that wants to go ahead and make me a, a culture check. Uh, in Sydney, I'm sorry, you can make this culture check too. Uh, only if you can see in the dark, right? Uh, pretty much. Uh, you can if if you want to try and climb up the the wall, you can feel them out uh, with your hands. If I want to climb, yep. There there seems to be yeah. some. They're, they're some ten feet up the wall. Oh, okay. hand holds. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll make two checks. <laughs> yeah, this will be athletics for climb. Yeah, hey, twenty. Yeah, easily. Uh, get on, on up, up there. Hey. Oh, oh, that's I, I know what this is. That's two natural twenties in this. Well, I was about to say, Tress gets a plus four for this, as these are indeed Sheeran uh, coordinates, like everything you found here so far in the the Sheeran kind of uh, kanji uh, written language, and. Uh, think did anyone else roll very high here culture we got a natural 20 from echo 7 for a 20 uh but yeah tress you're the you're the only one that kind of realizes uh the meaning of these equations as you you know maybe tremor sense your hands right on over the uh the etchings um it was you know a part of your upbringing that you um the many share and honor the exodus that they uh, they made from the swarm the risks that the people made traversing the drift uh, in their escape and this section of the cave seems to be paying homage to that as these are equations for star jumps uh, through through the drift um, mm. like like a series of like sequential star jumps yep showing the kind of desperation of the the pilgrims that maybe made a, a transit across the stars before and yeah like I said this is as confusing as it is to Zinnia at first 
but there's something in your head telling you that uh, you'd be able to traverse this hall very well, and perhaps that maybe you should lead them. Um, hmm. uh, your teammates could be in danger here, but there's like a vibration on the back of your neck that kind of feels like when you use communalism with them standing nearby that you leading the way would, would make them a little safer. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask everyone to come back. Come back and get behind me. Um, uh, <laughs> Devasho is Austin powers in these in these hallways, so it takes him a little bit to like it's, uh, turn around. <laughs> turn around. Yeah, so you have the option of of walking along the floor here or climbing up. Uh, what would you like to do? There's these handholds about ten feet up by the equations, where you can. You know, it looks like you guys have already started moving down the the hallway. Is that is that what you want to do? Uh, sorry, just to just to clarify. Um, mm-hmm. You said my sense is that they would be safer if they were behind me in the hallway. You lead in the way in whatever way you want to go. So once okay. again, you've climbed up on these handholds and you, you're pretty sure you can climb above the ground the entire way, kind of like following these equations where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but something else tells you that you might be able to lead the way uh, walking as well. It's just up to you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to walk it and I'm going to use uh I don't know. Like uh, the tip of my sword is like a little like cane to tap and see where I'm going. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make me make me a couple of perception checks here. No, oh, I'll uh, do, I'll try. We're, we're just gonna call it four perception checks. All right. Yay. Ooh. Less yay. Ooh. Uh, not a big yay. Ah, oh, bad yay. <laughs> oh man, that just. Oh. <laughs> I feel like we need the the sound effect for that one, Tyler. Wop 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 wop. You got wah, on wah. on the dice. Yeah. Oh wow, eleven. Gotta, wait, eleven four, four seven seven two two. Um, go ahead and uh, unfortunately, I was giving you a a rather large bonus to this uh, as as you're walking along, but that is not going to be enough as uh, you go to like uh, stab your sword down and indeed the cavern just kind of falls out from beneath you. Uh, please make me a reflex save. Jeez Louise. To avoid falling in. You actually are standing right on the the the, uh, the spot in the hallway where this, this pit trap is. What you got? Uh, 13. Oh no. You are indeed falling in. Uh, as you <laughs> scramble for the, the walls, the, the ground just kind of gives way and uh, you tumble down the pit. Everyone else can see in the dark here can see Tress just disappear. And <laughs> so, let, let me just clarify what's just happened here. I was like, hold on, everyone. I have a mystical sense of what's happening here. Everyone get behind me. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you, you've made it past the first one completely fine. And if even big old Devasho follows in your footsteps, uh, you have made it past the, the first pit trap, but the second one has Dunned you in. Patrick, do I have any time to react to this? Or Zinnia. Zinnia, can, can I like fly down and try to catch him? That's not how any of this works. We, we if you have a falling works. If, if you have a reaction <laughs> ability that you want to use, I you can. do not have a reaction ability. Okay, well, this would, this is reaction time frame of falling. Okay. Uh, this this is only uh, 3d6 as you're falling about 30 foot. Ooh, I've rolled... Th- fairly averagely 10 points of damage as uh, you fall down and um, 
are still in in a deep darkness here down in a pit and it doesn't look like there's as many nice handholds down here to get out but uh <laughs> the rest okay. of your 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 squad is up above uh they can maybe lend a hand a little help <laughs> uh, hold on one second yeah i'm just gonna scramble up uh 14 mm-hmm. No, probably not going to scramble. That's not going to be enough. Yeah. Did anyone learn the the valuable lessons and in, in purchase rope at any time in this adventure? We we were counting on getting some kitchen rope, but I don't think there's a kitchen in here. <laughs> oh, what a callback! Book three of season one. You know, kitchen rope. I meant yeah. to get rope, but I did not get rope. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't have rope either. So yeah, Jabert, this one you don't even get up. Uh, get up halfway here before you, you start stumbling back a little bit. Give me another check to see if you can pull yourself out. What a mess this is. Yeah. What a fine mess you find yourselves in. Yeah. There, that's better. Ooh, 17 on this. Yeah, 25. So yeah. It is DC 20 to climb out of one of these holes and you are back on top, but uh, maybe a little less sure about the, the path that lays ahead of you after that. Uh, what would you like to do now? Uh, don't worry, everyone. I've got this. It's cool. That was a <laughs> totally a one-off. Totally, oh, no. just a one one thing, one time thing. Well, I will I say, to watch out for that hole. I will say, go ahead and mark which squares you want to walk in uh, for for the rest here, and we'll, we'll see how fate aligns to. Uh, Are you sure you don't want to climb up the wall and? No, I've got this. My ancestors will guide me. I, like I said, I was giving you a, a, a massive boost on the perception check. Uh, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I actually, Devasho has a crash pad. So, but I want to see. What's that? Um, it's something that allows you to mitigate fall damage. Um, Wouldn't and, you have to have that on your person? To well, yeah, I'm thinking about. It? I'm thinking about giving it to him. But I don't know how far you have to be able to like fall in order to be able to activate it. So I'm mm. looking something. I'm looking it up, and if it makes sense to give it to Trust, I'm just going to give it to Trust. Sure. Now that you guys are kind kind of know what you're looking for, um, if you can see in the dark, go ahead and give me another perception check as well. It's going to be a little bit more difficult for those non sheeran who are feeling their way through the cavern. This is a 29 for Zenia. Oh, that's very good. 26 for Sprouts. 20 for Echo 7. Um, you guys do not see any any pitfalls within the next 20 feet or so. Yeah, so uh, Trust Devasho comes up to you and he takes out a, a crash pad and he says, Since you are bravely leading us, perhaps you should have this. It is calibrated to go off after 15 feet and it will allow you to land safely. What kind of item is it? Is it just a technological it's a te- item? It's just a technological item. Okay. It is. So it's not, it a, it's not, an, uh, not an armor like, upgrade or anything? Nope. Nope, An inflatable pool toy that you land on. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I take nope. I take this rubber this rubber uh, alligator from uh, from Devasho, <laughs> and I just hold it in front of me as I walk forward. I I mean it's not quite that archaic, but I mean yeah yeah that's uh, that's pretty much close enough. Uh, Here I go. Me, <laughs> let me give you my perception check. Oh, natural two. Yeah, don't listen. I was about to say don't. Tyler, you don't need to worry about the perception uh, I, I, wanted, I wanted to get that two out of the way. <laughs> oh, uh, go. So, yeah, you have, it's about 10 feet wide here. I, I've tried to mark out the path. Um, Tress, go ahead and just mark which squares you want to walk in. You can pick one side of the cavern or the other. You can kind of go a diagonal. Sure. So I've, I've sort of put little yellow dots here to show you. I'm sort of just uh, right down what looks like the middle, as middle as I can. Okay, go ahead and make a reflex save for me. Okie dokie, here we go. <laughs> it's right about here. 
Uh, 16. <laughs> 14 on the dice. Uh, DC 16 is exactly what you need to jump out of the way as another one of these uh, holes just appears right underneath you. Uh, it seems like keyed to the lightest touch. Um, ah. But you are able to leap out of the way of that one. My ancestors have guided me again. (laughs) Yeah, well, that time they at least gave you some good luck. Uh, There is still about um, what looks like another 20 feet or so um, ahead of you here before this cavern seems to level out. And at this point, you've walked downwards about 30 feet down a slope. I see. Cool. But you found Uh, found a couple of the traps and Devasho can gingerly step over them. (laughs) (laughs) This does not leave a lot of room for the big guy. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um, Everyone else, as you're moving up behind him, can give me another perception check as well. Okay, never mind. (laughs) It looks like there are some walls here. (laughs) There are 26. Some sort of rocks. (laughs) Uh, trust me here your ancestors are not looking down on you that well uh, because the path you've marked I need one more reflex save bing bong oh that looks like the last one mm-hmm. and well maybe they are looking down yeah. on you 17 uh, on the dice oh my yes my, uh, they. Th- this is why it was safest for me to go in front you see <laughs> I have that good luck yes yeah, so in, in looking back here you found at least three of these uh these pit traps and i mean this this does indeed as you kind of peer back through the darkness those of you with dark vision you can tell it is a a very treacherous descent um but the 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 sdf engineering core can come in here and probably shore this up fill in these holes fairly easily if they wanted to turn this into a bunker um but yeah right now it does seem like it was set up to to kind of test uh, people, maybe the non sheeran from walking t- through this, but part of your uh, your tremor sensibility trust is uh, you at the very least f- felt your way past that first hole. Uh, this was very difficult to see these. It was like a, a 26 for, uh, I think, Sheeran <laughs> to, uh, to spot them. And I was giving you a little bonus there. Um, but yeah, in the darkness, very, very difficult. This area will open up though into our next cavern uh continuing here the floor kind of smooths and levels out and rises up in several places in what looks like low benches um these these objects here in the the center of the room there are um small niches kind of carved in the southeastern section of the wall here that includes another very intricate kind of laser cut uh, uh, bass relief showing Sheeran figures mingling with other humanoid figures. There are, there's a couple exits from this room, one to the north and one to, I guess kind of the northwest and then one to the west. And yeah. Um, Can I, can I uh, examine the relief? Yeah. Um, Anyone can go ahead and give me a perception check as you're kind of noodling around this room, looking about. Uh, 22. 29 for Xenia. 16 for Echo. I need to reset my cat. Oh, shit. I think, I think uh, <laughs> both Xenia and Tress kind of stand back and see the, the larger puzzle in this wall. It does look like the same kind of laser cut images that was in the first chamber. 
that look more like swarm caricatures, but these these are a lot friendlier and they seem to be symbolizing kind of uh, Sheeran's contact with friendlier races, non-swarm races in the galaxy. So there's like almost hieroglyphic etchings of Sheeran's and humanoids shaking hands and like showing them farming together, things like that. And you can tell, indeed, there is another hidden uh, phrase in the way these figures are formed in the Sheeran language, um, s- spelling something very similar in the, the Sheeran kind of kanji uh, hieroglyphic style uh, lettering that reads in Sheeran, uh, quote, the dawn of friendship, end quote. Ah, I see. So putting it together so far, the first room did depict a lot of the swarm characters. And then you saw these holographic images of various Sheeran um, on multiple planets. One of them being Ilumchuva, which has fallen to the swarm where, where Xenia studied. Uh, then you've got another, this, this cavern to north you guys just <laughs> nearly blindly walked through showing the, the exodus the dangers of the travel. Now you've come to what seems like maybe Sheeran used this as a, a meeting place of some sort. There's these benches that look well used. Yeah, that's that's what you find here. It's like a it's like a chronological. Uh, I don't not necessarily a museum, but uh, sort of yeah. a like like a telling of the of the story chronologically, and perhaps the darkness symbolizes the path through uh, deep space. Yeah, you're pretty sure with some time and the the proper proper magical capabilities that that could be dispelled on the the descent down to this this chamber. But yeah, it seems like they did put a, a great deal of work into this. If it is indeed a an ancient, you know, three hundred something year old uh, Sheeran um, cave. Great, great. Uh, what what do you guys want to do next? There's uh, chambers here to the north and one to the East, so these benches appear to be facing the inscription that we just read, right? Correct. The, yeah. All the can reliefs we, on the southeastern wall. Okay. Can we tell like why there would be benches to look at that? Or is it just because it's a ornate picture or something? Yeah, it doesn't look really like a, a place of worship um, so much. It just seems like maybe a, a meeting space. These benches can probably hold, you know, 30 uh, Sheeran or so. So okay. what, whatever this this was, it, it does look like uh, potentially a lot of, of people could meet here. Which way should we go now? Uh, to the north, uh, probably. It looks inviting and cozy this way. Oh, it's with cozy, all, with it? all yes. due respect, you fell into a number of traps <laughs> along the way. Ah, <laughs> yes, uh, no, my ancestors protected me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fairly small cavern as you as you move north, kind of peek around the the previous one. There was a great deal of of noise coming from the west. I should have mentioned um, throughout this entire cavern, you can kind of hear flowing water and like echoes of dripping water. Uh, as you walk into this small cavern to the north here, it's kind of a little sheltered from that, and a, it's a little quieter. Um, as as you walk forward, uh, why doesn't everyone give me a perception check though? I'll, I'll tell you what you can see, what you can hear. Hey. There's my good roll. <laughs> jab, jab. Uh, thirty. Thirty on perception. Twenty on the dice. Rebecca not bringing the heat so far this episode. Dice rolls. You got a <laughs> like a twenty or so with the the bonus. Nineteen. She's just uh, waiting yeah, for 19. combat. Yeah. 
Jeez Louise. Right, I'm uh, in my 20s right now. <laughs> so wa- walking up here, it's it's a very small room, and you see set up against the western wall of this this cavern a small shrine. There is a, a very simpler kind of older holographic display. It's not hidden. It's just in the base of the shrine, uh, kind of beaming upward. And it shows what looks like um, a Sharon symbol and what seems to be like a, a scrolling list of names written in Sharon. Um, in front of this uh, display, there's a, a package wrapped in brown paper. Um, and it's sitting next to what looks like a metal bowl with maybe some ashes of some kind of incense or something here. Uh, what you see with that that good, good perception check is another laser-carved set of uh, Sharon symbols in the wall here. Uh, and as you start to uncover it, it looks to be a, a poem of some sort. Mm. Um, give me a uh, give me a mysticism check. Just read those out. I don't even feel like Devasho should get this, but a 19 on the dice. Ooh, or a 19. Good. Oh, but, oh, good. Zinnia rolled better. Yay. 21. <laughs> a 17. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyone, uh, it doesn't have to be mysticism. It could also be culture. I think the figure uh, Oh, this man. Out. Yeah, I would absolutely That would be much culture. better. <laughs> oh. I, I can say multiple of you can kind of. <laughs> oh, there we go. Get <laughs> that was computers. That, that was, was a computers, computers check, you cheater. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you roll the natural twenty, but uh, I mean, this is this is a fairly easy roll that I'm sure multiple of you can get. This is indeed a a simple um, kind of like uh, almost ancient looking uh, shrine to Hylax. It looks like a very uh, early version of it. And let me, I forgot to, I probably have this art somewhere, but I forgot to get it ready for uh, for showing you guys. There's art in the book. Boop, pop it in book Discord. art. There it is. Uh, yep. So let me increase this so you guys can get a good look. Aww. Uh Yeah, this is exactly what you see here. Um, identifying this as, yeah, an, an early form of Hylaxian worship. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm presuming that these names that are scrolling by are uh, people who were lost in the, uh, the flight from the swarm. Yeah, taking a look at them, this seems to be a memorial. And as as these names come up, each is headed with a an odd name that is not that of a person, but seems to have like the or a in front of it. And you kind of conclude that these are starship names. Um, and then there are some columns beneath these starship names that are very short. And then there are some that are extremely long. And I'm going to drop in the poetry you have here inscribed on the wall and anyone can read this if you'd like or I can read it other word either way is fine what the fire takes is just lost in time but a new dawn breaks with each morning chime a single bud will peek out of the ashen soil so to we must seek our friends who were loyal we fly to a new day leaving ashes behind while we know not the way, we are hopeful of what we find. Now, with that natural uh, 20 on the, the mysticism check, um, this is something that well, it, it takes a little bit for you to recognize at first. Um, that was... Oh no, we haven't got a, a natural, natural 20 on a mysticism check, but I think... Devasha had a 19, and Zinia I had a, had a 21. 21. I think Trest is able to tell that this is pretty core to the Hylaxian faith, like this kind of poetry. Uh, though you, you've you not, like, I don't know, maybe you remember 
it from like your childhood. Um, but yeah, something something in the words kind of like ignites some some memories. And you maybe I don't know, smell uh, susculin grass or, or summertime. Maybe maybe the the memory of the trip up the the Clutchstone Ridge to the um, to the temple uh, for that that first time. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is. Uh, it does seem pretty core to Hylaxian faith. Maybe one of the the, the coda in the original written text, though you, you can't name it. Uh, would it be super sacrilegious for me to pick up this uh, paper uh, packet and look inside? Yeah, it, it would because as you <laughs> move closer <laughs> closer to the memorial, uh, well, you're you're not sure when or where this was placed, but the second before you touch this package, you notice that. Oh no! Like if if it's an offering to Hylax, like I will, mm-hmm. I, I don't plan on touching it. I'm, I'm oh. asking if it would be sacrilegious to like. Well, you're not sure what it is. It doesn't it. seem to be a part of the shrine. Um, it, I mean, it's it's just a package wrapped in ancient-looking paper and twine. But you notice there seems to be a magical sheen over it and the mm-hmm. altar itself. Okay. Uh, kind of a greasy um, magical ensorcelment around it. Uh, that's what you got the natural 20 on, was the perception check to notice some kind of mystical, magical trap. Oh. Now, that's it's up to you. You think that with your connection to to Hylax and, and the mystical energies um, that you or someone else could potentially disable whatever um, juju, whatever magic mm-hmm. is on this altar and, and see what's in this package. But... It, I mean, there's always the chance that you could set off whatever whatever has happened here. Um, um, I'm going to say a prayer to Hylax that I know from my old times and vacation mm-hmm. Hylaxian Bible school. What, what's the prayer? What are you saying? Um, uh, Hylax, keep uh, me from the darkness. See me to the light. Uh, protect me in my hour of need. And then I reach out and die. <sighs> Wait, did you say die? Well, it, no, it I, might, I, reach, I reach it out and I and I take you the try. Oh, uh, try. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So while you're you're praying, you can like kind of meditate a little bit and maybe try and align your your magical spirit with whatever is happening on this shrine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you say the words, you do kind of feel like mystical energy building up in you to where you're vibrating with the same magical frequency in tune with the shrine. Uh, you are going to get a plus two bonus on this, but oh it is a mysticism check to disarm. Do you want help? <laughs> After uh, the dice is rolled? I, I know. I was started to ask before I saw all the All right. All right. If you want to help out Devasho, I'll allow one person out. Oh roll boy. that roll that 19, Devasho. Devasho, get up here. I've devoted much of my life to protecting Hylaxian oh, places. My, hold, my, hold my hand, Devasho. I yeah, need maybe, maybe it's just it's like a, a clap on your back, like as soon as you're, you're about to touch it, just so whatever terrible thing happens uh, potentially to Tress, it will also happen to Vosho. Ah, oh, son of a bee. <laughs> oh, you rolled really well. Okay. Uh, so you did need an aid because this was DC 22 to disable it. You've only rolled the 21. Uh, both the aid, uh, you are able to uh, disarm, disable this magical energy, just kind of like touch a loose stone on the the base and kind of like, I don't know, just kind of dispel it completely. Uh, And uh, you feel indeed what what feels like a a shock of of pain ride through your body and then just like into the ground underneath you. 
and you are unaffected. Yeah, he needed he needed the help of your friend. I don't know if there's a lesson in that and the the goddess uh, of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like we barely dodged a very bad situation. Oh, but... it would have been real fun for Devasho if you if you had failed that. Oh, and no. I don't even want to tell you. Uh, so this was a curse that was on us. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't take any more curses, guys. <laughs> Those are a little difficult. They're not they're not diseases and stuff you can cure. Um, we'll, we'll talk about this maybe in the 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 book wrap up. But uh, you do um, you do dispel it and you can pick up this package if you'd like. All right. With Hylax's blessing, I will lift the package and open it up. Uh, it is it's very odd it's a small black statue that you or probably Xenia can recognize as it is it's not native to this planet no one knows where exactly it came from but it is a constant pest throughout the universe Uh, inside this package you see a obsidian figurine of what looks like an electrovore but you can feel it humming with a magical energy of a fairly wondrous power in your hands, Trest. A wondrous figurine, might it be? Yeah, so you guys remember <laughs> what electrovores are? I believe they were in yes. book one. Yeah, they're like the flying the seahorses. That yeah, 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 that that, that shoot electricity <laughs> into a wide burst. Uh, give me a mysticism check, anybody, to, to oh see if you figure out what exactly this thing does, how to operate it. Is it it's a twenty four if this is to identify it. Is it to identify it? It is, yeah. We've got a lot of good rolls here, including yours, but oh, wow, Tress is rocking some some mysticism checks. He, he's flexing on us. Uh this I will drop I'm only this. good at one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop uh, a quick link for you guys to to read up about it while I give an example of what it is, but is a standard action to unlock the magical power of this thing and it transform into from a small figurine say like five inches tall uh, into a full grown magical electrovore that you have to command uh, for a minute (laughs) a minute at a time per day I believe yeah and you can dismiss it as a as a move action, but um, you basically have like the second or third pet so far of this <laughs> uh, this AP. Uh, we're gonna have to use like troop rules at the end of this AP with all the different uh, <laughs> pet, pets we're gaining. Uh, I choose yeah. you. <laughs> so I don't know who wants uh, to hold on to this thing, but you can Trust. you can pick it up. I I mean, take a look at I believe the first alien archive or whatever for the the abilities of an electrovore it's i think like a, a cr1 creature so i mean it's not like crazy but it has some some awesome abilities like it can fly it uh, it can sh- shoot electricity uh it does a lot of fun stuff cool cool um i mean i guess i'll hold on to it for right now like for like right right this moment but we'll we'll decide sort of who's, who's gonna who's gonna command a electrovore uh, a little bit later um, alrighty. Uh, do you want to continue on to the west? Yeah. That's about all yeah, we can yeah. go to, right? Yep. As you walk forward uh, into the, the next narrow passage, it falls down uh, about five feet into what looks like a huge cavern. The ceiling curving overhead about 40 feet uh, above what looks like a pool of, of water. Um, this cavern is supported by... S- several stone columns those of you with dark vision can kind of see are uh laser cut with various images and 
There's a, a huge cluster of stalactites hanging from the ceiling, as well as some stalagmites in the the water here. The water seems to appear from a small waterfall cascading near a hole in the ceiling on the, the southern end of this area. And let me just show you exactly what we're looking like here on the map. Pop. Oh, Lord. It's it's huge. It is, <laughs> it's the massive chamber. Uh, wow. would uh, hop down into the water. Yeah. So you're about half covered. It's maybe about five feet deep, you know, in various places. It maybe goes up a little bit, maybe goes down. Uh, but anyone else going through here, yeah, you'll want to turn on your, um, well, I don't think anyone maybe uh, has them turned off at this point, but environmental protections to to jump down in this water and um, movement underwater will be about a quarter speed uh, unless you want to swim, in which case it'll be a, a fairly easy athletics check and you move, um, you'll be moving half speed, I believe. Question, can we repurpose that crash pad as a raft? No, <laughs> you cannot repurpose my crash pad. Nice try. <laughs> the, the, the pool toy goes away immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Falling down places. Zinnia uh, um, is going to fly above the water um, and kind of stick to the to the side here. Rebecca, I am sick of you cheating at this game. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's in the, everything dangerous is on the ground. <laughs> Sprouts, you may want to ride on my shoulders for this part. <clears throat> Sprouts just hops on Devasho. <laughs> I want to play a tiny character so bad. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm going for a swim. Whee. Although I don't, I don't know if it's the best move for Sprouts because Devasho tends to be front and center on the bad guys, whereas Echo <laughs> oh. is a little bit further back. <laughs> it's either that or you're underwater. Take your uh, pick. Well, well, so, well, so Echo 7 does not need to breathe, so can he just jump in and just go yeah. sink down to the bottom and walk around? <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty easy. Well, yeah, uh, Echo 7's like six foot tall, so if you want to stand on his head sprouts, uh, you'd be pretty dry oh, there. there. You go. Oh, Do that. I want to make art of that. Of the <laughs> <on top>. Like just, like just the antenna of yeah. of echoes poking out and sprouts like kind of like looking for like a sailor looking for land. See, I, I really want to know how everybody how everybody swims. Like how I imagine Devasho like doggy paddles a little I mean, bit. Well, yeah, it, when he gets in deep enough water, he, I guess that's like, right. Yeah, you're you're just sort of walking. I'm just walking, but uh, <laughs> in real life, if this was like you know twenty foot water and he was having to swim, it would be more like thrashing. Not it's, a great swimmer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more like backstroking it. Sprouts yeah. was actually an Olympic synchronized swimmer, so that's a synchronized oh, backstory we haven't gotten to. That's impressive. Um, right, so if you want to walk, like I said, it is a quarter speed of your movement. If you want to make an athletics check uh, in this water, it's not choppy at all. It's like, at, if you get near the waterfall, it might get a little uh, fast moving, but it seems to be filling up this chamber just enough and then exiting through some unseen cavern hole. Uh, to a to a lower level, so seems to be draining at, at the same rate now that it is filling up. I'll make the uh, athletics check to to move more easily. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see what see what you get. Devasho is just going to begin to walk towards the center of the chamber. It's DC ten, so eleven on the on your roll there, Drew, will be enough to. Uh, that, it's that's good because I roll. I have a plus. Plus eight to this, and I rolled a three. <laughs> but you're a big metal man, Ugh. so uh, with with a successful swim check, you're moving half your baseline speed. Uh, but like I said, if you want to just walk along the bottom, you can as well. But it'll be a good deal slower at one quarter. 
And I'm going to swim too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's your bonus? Oh my gosh. It's also plus eight. It's so good. <laughs> so uh, as you move forward, you can spot on the far Western side. It looks a about 15 maybe 20 feet up from the water an exit from this this chamber um what looks like the the only exit maybe besides through the the water pouring in through the ceiling but as you guys are poking around the the chamber here um the, the russian water is near deafening to your your south but go ahead and give me a perception check i'll tell you what you can see and hear poking in the water great <sighs> Natural one from Zinnia, but that makes sense because she's not in the water. So, mm-hmm. Natural one from Devasho, and that makes sense because he has one eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. What's the, what's the highest we've got here on a roll so far? Uh, you with a 17. Oh, good. Good, good. good. <laughs> no, 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 wait, Echo 7's Echo got had an 18. All right. Well, yeah, I rolled 17 on the dice. Um, as uh, as you guys are moved from forward, you might see that exit, but you don't see what seems like a fin just kind of peek out of the water behind one of these, um, these columns of rock. Maybe uh, a little bit of the water as you pass by, kind of rippling in a serpentine-like pattern. I need everyone to make initiative rolls now for fun, just for fun. <laughs> for, for, as, for, 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 well, okay, but, but this roll only counts for fun. It's not the real roll. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun oh, roll. son of if, a biscuit! If Tyler rolls another natural one, it'll be very fun. Oh, no. These are some of the lowest rolls we've had. <laughs> well, but these, 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 are, these are only the, for fun rolls. Now we're not real. These are just the giggles runs. I was lying. This is so real. This, this situation just got real real. Oh, uh, no. Ooh. Thankfully, I've rolled very low as well, as this thing t- does get by you in a surprise round. And Tyler comes swimming right up to you, a serpentine-like creature, which I'll show you right now. Um, oh, boy. Let me let me increase its size to just uh, show you real quick what we're dealing with. Whoop. Hey. My, oh, hey, look at this fun guy. Oh, I caught oh. one of those in Animal Crossing today. Yeah, it's a... It's a what looks like a huge eel, but you know, shark, a shark head, a shark it's a, head. Yeah. It's a snark, and it's got six eyes and and like a, spikes all down. Yeah, its back. yeah, weird mm-hmm. f- fins that end in in uh, like little talons. Yeah, a little can, we, I, can we keep it? Uh, we're, we're we'll try. We're gabbing, or I was gabbing with Jason Keeley about this one, and I was like, oh, I'm so excited because I'm making this fight a lot harder for everybody. Oh, uh, God. It. It indeed is going to swim right up to Devasha, who's in the the front of the party, the middle of the chamber. I'm going to uh, get grabbed for its. Well, that was its surprise round, and we are in normal turn order now with Zinnia at the top of the turn order. All right, Zinnia is going to immediately fly up um, a ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's that's a, definitely a measurement of of uh, distance in the south. You just well, go down thinking, the road right, a ways. So- <laughs> <laughs> the the ceiling is forty feet, right? Correct. Um, but I, I don't want to be out of range for my uh, uh, pistol, which is forty foot range. So, um, but I want to stay away from it as po- as much as possible. So I'm going to stay, let's say, twenty feet up from the water, but against the wall where I am now. And I think okay. that I'll still be forty within forty feet to shoot at it. This thing um, is indeed huge. It is uh, is occupying a great deal of space in the water in front of Devasho. About so is it square. under the water or is it like it is out indeed. of the water now? No, it it's is under the water. It is under. 
Okay. Um, does that grant it any kind of, I don't know, like, what's it called? Cover. Cover. Cover? Yeah. It Indeed. Does. Um, okay, so first thing, I'm going to uh, try to identify this creature. Go right ahead. Is that good, life science? Good luck to you. I believe so. Yes. This is, this is technically just an animal. Okay, that's a 16 to identify, and the oh. DC is negative 5. Oh no, oh no, no, no. Uh, that is not enough. Let me double check. Mm-hmm. The, oh no, okay. that is that is not enough. Oh no. Oh no. Must be some rare ancient creature in this <laughs> weird oh. ancient cave. I, I, I bet you're just <laughs> salivating to harvest its eyes. This oh, is actually, I, uh, I can tell you outside of, uh, unfortunately not knowing any of its its tricks or stats here. This is uh, something like the apex predator of Ultranius. It's called an Ultranius sea worm. That is exactly what it is. A giant wyrm. W-Y-R-M. Uh, so don't Ooh. identify it, but uh, you're gonna make a trick attack. Yep, gonna try anyway. Alrighty. Please, please shoot this thing. Oh, ooh, that trick did not go off. Oh no. That's a negative one or lower. Definitely not. Yikes. Uh, but the attack is a 17 no. against EAC. That is a no. miss. Oh no. <laughs> Do, oh, against no. it underwater. Um, yeah, your, your electricity pulse just kind of bounces off the water as it is is moving up um, to attack Devasho. Uh, Echo 7, you are next in the turn order. Do I have a clear shot of this with these uh, pylons in the way, these stalactite smites? No, no, but it is underwater, so, I mean, it's getting it's getting cover no matter what. Mm. Uh, right now, you are shooting through Devasho as well, so that would be ah, a pretty right. major bonus. So we're going to try to swim north a little bit. Okay, so that will be a an athletics check part of your move to to move half speed it's 22 and you do so you're getting a a fuller shot here um make me make me a base intelligence check just just simple intelligence as you move (laughs) oh boy tyler give it giving away the ghost what'd you roll drew toot toot kaboom excellent (laughs) go right ahead take your turn i have no more information for you <sighs> oh. Wait, can, can Sprouts roll an intelligence check too since he's on top of his head and relay information? On your turn, yeah. <laughs> Go right ahead, Drew. What do you want to do? I'm going to try to shoot it with my azimuth artillery laser. Oh, I should say anybody else that has life science can also roll for these things. I don't know it. I don't know if anybody has um, put any points into it besides Nope. No, I have a zero bonus okay. to life science. So Artillery laser fire underwater. Go. Uh, I should have pulled out my uh, hail cannon. Oh, well. That roll. Say 19 versus EAC. Uh, 19 versus EAC. That is going to be hit. Eight points of damage. Um, the straight shot, right? Yes. Just a hit. Uh, but it seems to just kind of uh, taper off as it gets to it and scores a very minor hit. And as soon as you realize that, you, you understand that the the laser is not going to work as well underwater as some other damage. So oh, there's some light scoring, laser scoring on this thing's hide, but it is hardly hurt at all. Sprouts Marlow, we're on to you. All right, so I guess I'll also uh, try to figure out something about it. You have life science? Uh, I have three in it. Plus okay. Two to it. Right. You need to roll high. Oh, oh no. no. Roll high. <laughs> no, no, five on the dice. Uh, Sprouts was asleep in class. I not know what it is. 
All right, so uh, gonna try trick attack. My right. static arc pistol. <laughs> oh, good. I'm gonna get shot. Go right ahead. Oh no. Uh, CR one or lower, so I assume that doesn't happen. Hail. And an eleven on the dice. I assume that doesn't happen. Oh, no. Guys, we're okay. gonna get we're gonna get eaten if it's, we keep rolling. Like day, gang. Get, guess what? Trans is, uh, or Dimash is gonna get eaten. Maybe. Well, uh, yeah. true. Oh no, actually, it is. It is this thing's turn. I've rolled a. Uh, oh, maybe I rolled a little bit better. Actually, didn't check. It's it's got a it's got an okay initiative modifier. Um, I've rolled a three on the dice though, so <laughs> it's fairly slow. Mm-hmm. It got up to you a little stealthy, like under the water, but now it rears up a little bit. I will say it's got to rear up out of the water as it appears in front of Devosho and unhinges its jaw like like the predator, I guess, uh, nice. until its jaw is about 10 feet wide. And it's going to try and just make a fun little bite attack against you, Devosho. What's your KAC right now? Uh, 17. Excellent. Good, good, good. This is like an auto succeed. Uh, 17. Uh, that is a hit as it tears into your side, uh, but it does not swallow you whole <laughs> this turn. Which is a little more difficult to do. Oh, nice uh, to be a large creature sometimes. <laughs> I've rolled a four on the dice. Uh, or five on the dice to hit. Yeah. Um, five on the damage dice. That is, though, 15 points of piercing damage as these razor sharp teeth tear through your armor. Yeah. But it ab- about half of this thing is now... Uh, actually, it's still got a move action. You are you considered flat-footed right now. I have no idea. No. That would make sense considering how hard it is to move. Oh, no. Water. You were surprised at the the start of the combat. I mean, you're you're going to hit me no matter what you roll unless it's a one. So. Well, no. I was, was going to give you an attack of opportunity. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Until you have a chance to act. So it's still flat-footed. Yep. Uh, yep. It's going to actually move a little bit and duck back down underwater. Yeah, it's bad. So it's gonna kind of move over to the south side of you and and duck below the waves again. A little defensive. Uh, Trest, we are onto you in the turn order. Am I to understand that this is the uh, this is the reach of this thing? <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. I, I do have outlined about fifteen feet around it, but <sighs> nobody needs to nobody needs to know exactly how long this thing's reaches. Maybe it's longer than that. All right, I'm swimming forward. Okay, it's gonna make an attack of opportunity against you. Oh gosh. Uh, well, first I should say, make me that swim check. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Maybe you'll get lucky and float backwards instead. <laughs> get lucky and roll one. Oh no, such luck. <laughs> no oh yeah, you're, luck. you're swimming right up to this thing. Uh, yeah, so it's just got that bite attack. Uh, so it is going to whip around and try as you're swimming up kind of towards a, almost a flanking position. And it's going to try and bite at you. 13 on the dice. It does. And believe with your case, see, that is going to be enough for it to start a grapple. Double check on that. But let me do the damage first. Minimum damage, 11 points of piercing <coughs> damage. All right. Uh, uh, but yeah, like I said, I believe that is going to grapple you. Uh, yeah, fairly certain. My KAC is 17. Oh, so, yeah, same as to Fosho right now. Mm-hmm. 13 on the dice. I believe that will be enough. The swallow hole ability is your KAC plus four, so 21. It has done that. Um, so, wait, is it grappled or swallowed? I am oh. in its jaws. So, yeah, you, you are... <laughs> 
you are in its jaws. Uh, as you swim up, it, it gets those teeth wrapped around you. But now you are that much closer with which to strike it. Right? Let's see here. Yeah, I'm just going to peek it grappled real quick. It is a, a minus two to obviously a, a number of things. Hmm. Yeah, attack rolls, armor class, and everything except for those made to grapple your opponent in turn or escape the grapple. Okay. Um, you're you're up on this thing now and can attack. What would you like to do, though? Uh, I, that that is exactly what I would like to do, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to spend a spell on my blade to power it up. And I'm going to uh, wait. No, that's that's a move action to do that. Ooh, Shoot, yeah, can't do that. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna slice as hard as yeah. I can. Become the sushi chef, Jabert. That's right. I'm gonna make some fugu right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seventeen versus KAC. That is a miss. Oh no! Oh, you yeah. your sword bounces off that thing, <laughs> bounces off its hide, and uh, it may be maybe doesn't see you as big of a threat right now. Uh, we'll see what it does, though, after Devasho. One on the, the initiative uh, turn order is your turn. Oh, yeah, I know. It's great. Uh, move action to uh, Moin to use my Blade in the Night. You know what? I, I will say, if it's if it's grappling a uh, a trest, at least part of this thing is out of the water right now. I'm trying trying to be fair to you guys, so you, oh, you see sure, like, yeah. a hump out of it. It does make it a little well it, it makes it a lot different if you guys want to take a peek at the the underwater combat rules they are pretty rough it's a minus two mm-hmm. two attacks and yeah. like half damage for everything so gotcha uh yeah cool then i will go ahead and try and hit this thing as hard as i can not right. feeling great about it though Really could use a good roll here, Tyler. Hey, 27 and 19 on the dice. A super hit will do it. Minimum damage, boo. But uh, that's 14 points. Okay. Uh, Like I said, I will say, because this thing has reared up a little bit out of the water, uh, all that's going through, and it definitely turns its attention back to you. (laughs) Um, You can already see its jaw separating from Trest. Uh Uh-oh. And we are back on to turn two, Zinnia. Back to you. It is rearing up out of the water. You see kind of white waves and and, uh, and peaks of the water here as it's thrashing about. Uh, what would you like to do, Rebecca? Now that I've uh, spent, you know, six seconds observing it, can I try <laughs> to identify it again? Oh, no. You have no idea what oh, this thing man. is. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I can ask Amy or you get something. get one chance. You get one chance. <laughs> Amy right, pops right. out and is like, put me back in the case, mother. That thing is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? All right. Uh, she's going to try. Actually, I'm going to fly 30 feet um, north in the cave. Okay. Um, stealthily so. And uh, take a shot as I do. What's the range on your pistol? 40. 40 feet. Okay. You, If you are up 20 feet, you might just be out of that. We have to do hypotenuse math. Thank you so much, Rebecca, and your flying character. Well, I figured since its head was out of the water, I don't know how high out of the water it is, but... Well, enough to <laughs> like, yeah, be rocking a uh, a trest here. So, oh my goodness. I'm going to round this down because it's 40.31 feet. <laughs> uh, I have hypotenuse of 20 and 35. Uh, you are just within that first range increment to, to give it a blast. 
Well, I have oh. good news for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neither my trick nor oh my, my attack go off, so... Oh my Yay. goodness. We are in capital T trouble. <laughs> oh, the yep. the operatives are failing. Echo 7, soldier time. Uh, you saw your azimuth laser cannon do next to nothing against this thing. It's time to switch tactics. Well, it's, it's peeking its head out now, right? Uh, yes, I will say it is, but at this point, you still, well, from where you are, you have yeah. Devasho in your way. Do you want to try and... Oh, and, and I'm going to need to move, and I'm yeah. worried that... Hmm, let me see what... Also, you only have, like, your head is out of the water, so you're, you're, I don't think you can put your gun on the top of your head and use that to fire. <laughs> you, can, you can lift it above your head. Sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> Sprout's going to st- help steady it. Uh, I, hit, I hit it the last love, time when it was underwater, that. so... I love it. I love the idea of you well, holding that gun up your head. Yeah, I, I did give you a, uh, I believe, a negative two to, uh, to hit that last time, but you... Still got it with a natural 14 on the dice. Uh, so do you want to try and move? Yeah, I'm going to try to move. And while that happens, I want to try to pull out my uh, hail cannon. Sure. Figure Go maybe right ahead. ice will, will freeze this thing out. Mm, yeah. Yeah. What kind of damage does that do? It is versus KAC. It is no, cold yeah, and piercing. It's- Cold and piercing. Oh, cold okay. and piercing. Yes. Cold and piercing. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you're you're gonna try and swim. Go ahead and make me that flex check. Oh yeah, I gotta do that first. So here we go. I believe. Oh yeah. Michael 16. Phelps in here. Twenty four athletics. You swim right up to this thing. It's got its attention divided now between Devasho and Tress. It does not make an attack of opportunity against you as it's already done it. Go right ahead and make your attack. <laughs> A 21 versus KAC? Against KAC, that is just a hit. For eight points of damage. Nicely okay. done. Half cold, half piercing. I will say um, all that goes through. All that goes through because it's just just peeking out of the water. And you can see it's like a midsection hump, like the Loch Ness monster hump of the sea worm sticking out. And that's going to bring us to Sprouts on top. All right. We're going to try this one more time with a trick attack. Well, the trick goes through, but Natural yeah. toot toot. But the oh attack is goodness. only a 10. Oh my goodness, you rolled so high on the trick attack, so low on the attack. Okay. That's the main problem with those sweet, sweet operatives. You got to gotta roll okay twice. <laughs> twice in a row. Yeah. All right. That will bring us back to the Ultranian Sea Worm, which I believe Devasha did the most damage in this last turnaround. It seems to recognize you as a threat. This Trox is a threat to its, its territory. So uh, another attack against you. Quam. It's letting go of Trest. And I've rolled a 17 on the dice, so that is a hit. And you are grappled. Maximum damage. 16 points. Can you stop piercing as it is it is like trying to swallow your arm whole right now. It's got its teeth embedded up to your shoulder. Trest, it is up to you now. Your turn as it has taken its action. I don't remember how if grappling works the same as it does in Pathfinder. It does not at all. Okay, so like, so you can still make attacks of opportunity if you have if you're grappling something. Well, you yeah, you are not considered grappled. Um, uh, Sorry, if, but is Devasha the, the grappler? I, so right. I cannot. I, yes. So the the shark creature can still make attacks of opportunity. I Devasho cannot. What are you thinking about, uh, Jabert? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I wish the mystic could cast a spell, but you know, well, <laughs> you know, apples you can, and angels or whatever. You can try and so. swim away. Oh, shut up. 
right, I'm going to swift uh, move action, uh, cast a spell on my blade, and then standard action, chop it. Okay. It's not going to take the attack of opportunity. Uh, it, it that doesn't that doesn't provoke. So oh oh you you are spinning a spell to yeah get your blade yeah, to, to get my blade up yeah okay well I've showed my hand oh <laughs> oh no oh, yes no. we needed that we needed that so natural twenty so. <sighs> I didn't need that at all thank I'm you Bert. I'm back uh, we've right. got we've got some uh, well Shaka-laka. that's what you call a cosmic crit. Kaboom! If you're not paying attention to our <laughs> Patreon right now, we have a couple of new members. And if you if you uh, join up at the ten dollar level, you can get us to do some shoutouts yeah. um, on the, the the podcast here. Um, and you read one of them right now. Uh, this is from my good friend Dragon Master Jonathan, who says. Uh, at CC, here's a shout out for you. A massive thank you to all those medical staff who are out there fighting COVID-19. Yeah, we've we've been trying to help out as much as we can with uh, with CritterCon three and and uh, yeah, getting getting by here. But I want to thank you, uh, everyone listening who's out there uh, helping out with this. But uh, thank you for that shout out. I. I guess I'm happy that it has empowered one of these players to make a mighty chop, an insane chop into this thing. <laughs> uh, Jabert, you have the option if you want to. Uh, do you want me to look at a card for you here, buddy? Mm. You have the option now to take that card or the the bonus damage. So there's. I feel like it's so long. It's been so long since I've taken a card. Um, some of them do say double damage, right? Uh, well, no, uh, most of them are, okay. are double damage. So okay, okay. There, there's just the, basically, if you have an effect on your blade, it would replace that. Okay. Uh, if that makes sense. I don't, do you have, like, bleed on your? No, you, you mm-hmm. don't. Nah. Uh, so if you don't have one, you might as well take a card. And I'll, I will. I'll take a card. Thank shuffle you. them up for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think the card has to specifically say normal damage for it not to. Right. Like In, in which case, and it the, would be like a more powerful effect, typically. Right, right. And, it's, and those are not as common. Okay. So this is a slashing uh, kinetic attack, correct? Correct. Uh, so this one's called Trick Shots. Uh, attempt a free dirty trick combat maneuver <laughs> against the target That's at awesome. the same attack bonus, regardless of range. Oh. Now, unfortunately, you don't get the extreme bonus on this, which is a piercing one. But yeah, the piercing one is really cool. <laughs> um, go ahead and uh, dirty trick, I believe, is part of bluff skill. Is that right? Um, let's find out. No, I think it's just a regular combat maneuver. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, no, because it's yeah. like it's like throwing sand in someone's yeah, eyes. Yeah, Kaz or... had that in season two. It was just a so silly. Yeah, so, so go ahead and make that. Uh, I just make a just make an attack. Um, yep, CMD attack roll with w- what your bonus would have been on this one. Uh, I mean, seven. Wait a second. Oh, I see. Yeah. So uh, plus seven. So uh, I could only do this on a natural twenty, couldn't I? If the if the AC is twenty one. Yeah. Oh well, that's. Uh, I, I forgot it is it is a little bit out of the water, so it's a little less than that. But yes, uh, you want to roll high on this one too. Alrighty, <laughs> you want? I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna roll two in a row. Two in a row. Verha. Two in a row. Yeah, no. <laughs> dang it. Seven on the day, it's not gonna do it. But. All right, well, 19 points of damage. Oh goodness gracious! Nice. Googly moogly. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I, 
We need that so bad. <laughs> uh, it is as you, your magical blade uh, cuts through this thing. You blacken the water with its. It's not even. It's not even blood. It's just like all these secretions lined up in its muscles, keeping it warm, maybe. But yeah, black ink just kind of sprays out all over you, covering the area in which you are in. It is bloodied after that attack, believe it or not. One critical. Nice. Ooh, nailing it. And it's got a new target. No, I'm just kidding. It's going to no. be Devasho. <laughs> uh, it is your turn. You're grappled by this thing. Uh, okay. Uh, taking a bit of a negative to my attack roll here. Um, but that's okay. We're just going to uh, align the shield, and uh, which won't do anything, but we'll do it anyway. And we'll try to hit it as hard as we can with the shield and hope for a 20 as well. Come on, boo. Come toot, on, big dice. Toot, toot. You got the two and 20 down. I but... did. I almost made it. I just need oh, to boy. Uh, use a red pen to write in a zero. Turn three is going to be pretty fun. Zinnia, start us off here. <laughs> uh, maybe I can actually hit this time. All right, Zinnia is going to uh, continue flying at 20 feet up um, straight across um, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm making my way toward that exit. <laughs> if I can save myself. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're flying away. Uh, Yeah, I'm just trying to make my way to the exit. <laughs> okay, do you want to make an attack while you go? Yes, I am absolutely doing that, but failing in the process. Oh, no, another natural two. Rebecca, what are oh, you doing goodness. today? I don't know. I don't know. We're oh, falling man. apart, gang. Oh, this no. This has been seriously the, the lowest rolls I think Rebecca has Somebody ever Somebody else is going to have to fight this one. The game, the game is punishing me for having a flying character and cheating all the time. Yeah, you better get to swimming. Um... Echo Seven, we're on to you. Uh, yeah, your your weapon seems to do a little bit more damage last turn. Yeah, so we're gonna take hmm two shots. Oh, oh. yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, while this thing's got a little bit of exposed area trying to swallow Devasho, I would recommend that. Not gonna do it with that one. Oh no, eight on the dice is a miss for a thirteen. Give us another. Give us another high roll, Drew. How about a tw- twenty-one. Oh. Against KAC, that is a hit. Yes. Hey, at least we got nine one. points of damage. Okay. Oh, it, it's very hurt by that as well. Um, it technically does get its attack of opportunity against you. It can still maintain the grapple, but it's gonna give you it's gonna give you a little love too, a little bite attack. Is it? Uh, it's got a big enough jaw for both you and um, Devasho. Uh, Seventeen on the dice. That is a hit. Yeah. Forgot all about this. And maximum damage, 16 points. But it, it maintains the grapple on a good old friendly DeVos show. Sprouts Marlow, though, it is on to Please you. kill it. Please kill it. Oh, it, right. it, would have to be a, it would have to be a pretty amazing roll to kill this thing right Uh-oh, now. Oh, Miles has got it in him. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I, I so wanted bad. to have faith. I wanted uh, to have faith. Well, well, it's oh. funny. I mean, Sprouts has been pretty clutch not missing for so many Three battles. Dice. This one, yeah. not so much. I mean, this is... Uh, uh, operative hasn't hit yet. This is insane. Three turns in. Okay. Wow. That is bringing us back to its turn. Tyler, I'm sorry. It is time <laughs> to get into the belly of the beast. No, thanks. Uh, with a swallow hole a 
ability. It can swallow um, a large creature. It can. It's huge. Oh, uh, if man, it's not escaped the grapple, you automatically take uh, the attack's damage at the beginning of the turn, and it gets to make a new attack roll. Same uh, KAC, but now if uh, if if it hits the target's KAC plus four, you are swallowed whole. Let's uh, let's give it a roll. My KAC plus four is twenty two. Yeah, does grappled. Um, Oh, it does subtract two from my AC. So easy. T- 20. Oh, that's like an auto succeed. Just don't oh, roll yeah, a one. Oh, no. I got a 14 on the dice. Uh, You're going right in there, Well, cool. Does anybody remember Anaconda where like John Voight gets like... <laughs> yeah, John oh, Voight I, can, I cannot think oh, about yeah. that, but every single day, John Voight's dead <laughs> in Anaconda. <laughs> that movie in the theater. Uh, maximum damage, 16 points of piercing damage. 16? 16. I thought it's Max was. Nope, nope. Uh, how 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 are you doing, Devasho? Oh, I'm into hit point damage now. Oh well, you're into something else right now. You're in its belly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so you are indeed. You guys see a huge, uh, a large truck swallowed by a huge sea worm, and <laughs> we're on to Tress' turn. Oh, and it's going to take its move action. Tress, you can actually make an attack of opportunity because it's going to go back down under the water and just move right up to you. Oh, don't worry. Devasho, I'll get you out of there. So I'm going to say this provokes before it goes underwater. Uh, 24 to Casey. Oh, geez, Louise. Okay, that's that's a hit. Yikes. Uh, it's still up, but ouch. Uh, now it is your turn. Oh, uh, I'm making that slice, and since I used a level two spell, I get one more round of my weapons of war. Right, right, right. So it is Please boosted up. Me. It is a little harder to hit it, and you are striking it underwater, so it's going to be half damage. Ugh, okay, need that. going to need that crit energy, the, the energy of the Sheerans. The settlers flowing through you. Oh, no Sheeran power. I spent it all on my attack of opportunity. <laughs> Ooh, seven on the dice. That is a miss. Devosho, you're inside this thing. Cool, bang. Can I <laughs> punch it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so swallowed hole has got uh, so many, so many fun things. You're still considered grappled. Um, yeah. You can attempt to cut your way out by dealing damage equal to a quarter of this thing's hit points, which is a lot. Though any attack that's not slashing is half damage, so you can try to make an attack from inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it'll be a little bit more difficult as you're doing bludgeoning. Okay, I will just make the attack. Is oh, I'm sorry. Hard. There is also another option. You can try and climb out of its mouth with an athletics check, mm. but you have to <laughs> both succeed. Yeah, this, these are insane rules. Uh, you can attempt to climb out by succeeding at a grapple check and an athletics check. <laughs> okay, well that's not going to happen. It's way too big. <laughs> Uh, it's its KC plus. Yeah. We're we're just going to you know try and use the shield to bash through. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> Devasho looks he like looks around and he sees a potentially important vital organ, and we're just gonna punch it as hard as we can. Alrighty, yeah. You guys see a huge like rat inside a snake like bulge moving around I <laughs> inside of it. I don't think I have anything. I'm just looking at my options here really quick. Boy, I wish I could. I wish I could use my black hole ability to pull myself. <laughs> Got any uh, grenades on you? I do not. Oh, no. All make, right. that a, make that a deck, buddy. Minus two to this. Uh, a pretty accurate reflection of my situation. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, eight on the dice. So. Oh, that's a miss. Not uh, going to do it. Good damage on that. Turn four. 
Zinnia, they need you so bad right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe she can actually hit this time. We'll see. Probably not. All right. Uh, she's continuing her trek toward the exit. Um, <laughs> yes. Bye, guys. Tyler, no, I mean, Tyler I, I might as well. This. I mean, <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> what are you talking like, about? I, I have to stay in range anyway. It's oh not like I'm going to go up to the snake and like hit it on the head and do oh, any damage. So, it's so um, good. She she has flown like a a serpentine pattern around this thing, like well out of range this entire time. I love it. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and make that attack. <sighs> The game is punishing me. Oh, uh, no. The trick is a CR2 or lower, and the attack oh, is a 13, no. so fail. Oh, oh boy, you guys have inherited <laughs> my like Pathfinder uh, look at rolling dice right now. At least I have a conserving fusion on this on this gun. So. All right, no, we are no all ammo Tyler in this combat. Just... Drew, Echo 7's got to save his buddy's life, right? And it's you're you're not at all scared that this thing has its attack of opportunity back. Yeah, uh, I'm not because I'm gonna swim down here. Well, that will take sprouts a, with an, me. That will provoke an attack of opportunity as well. Provoke on, baby. Okay, I'm doing it. Oh, a two on the dice. It misses. Ha ha! It misses a an Echo Seven's KC. Oh, gross! I hate that feeling. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I also have mobility, so that would have. Yeah, it would. I mean, I would have yeah. had to roll very high then. Yikes. Okay. So, yeah, it goes to snatch and it hits exactly where you were in the water, but you've already swam on. And well, I should say you have to make an athletics check. Oh, yeah. Let's make that athletics check. This will be where I fail. <laughs> You're fine. No, I'm good. Oh, yeah. Who knew that the robot was going to be the best swimmer so far? <laughs> uh, all right. So make an attack there. Swimming right, about 15 shoot, feet away. Shoot it with the hail cannon again. <laughs> Please murder. Oh, no. 16 versus KAC. That is a miss. Oh, oh no. We needed that damage, too. Sprouts Marlow, we're on to you. This thing is ducked under the water. It's very hard to hit. Oh, great. But your no. your your buddy is tanking some hits from it, pulling out the big the CR guns. 14 or lower? Oh, my goodness. Finally, an operative oh, has yeah. hit. So I'm going to make that uh, flat-footed. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 23 to attack. Useful. Uh, that is a hit against its EAC for a total of 14 damage. Now, what kind of damage Static. is this? Electricity. Arc. Electricity, yeah. You say. Um, oh, man, I hope that doesn't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> In underwater combat, attacks that deal electricity damage take a minus four penalty rather than minus two to attack. Oh, lovely. Uh, so it is tricked. It is flat-footed. Uh, you've rolled a 23 in total. Mm-hmm. And minus four to that is still just a hit. Whew. Goodness gracious. <sighs> okay, no. <laughs> it is still half damage. What is the total damage you've done, though? Well, uh, I did 14. Uh-huh. So, so seven. seven. <sighs> okay. It is Dead. still up. No. It is still no. up. The no. show gets Man. what time it is. Yes. Uh, oh, no. Yes. oh no! At least it's flat-footed. Yes. Uh, I oh, need... cool! I'm glad that its internal organs are flat-footed while I get digested. <laughs> You're not immune to acid damage, are you? Oh uh, no. Okay, good. Uh, it's it's gonna slowly digest you. D6 plus 10 acid I feel damage. like you're using the word slowly 
incorrectly. Yeah, it's pretty pretty quick. Eleven points of acid damage. Ow! Automatically, and it gets uh, it gets a turn in which it's gonna it is going to try and eat. Well, actually, Trust and Echo Seven have done a good deal of damage to it equally. I'm gonna roll randomly, see who it's going after, because you're both within range. Believe it or not, uh, one, two, three, Echo Seven, four, five, six, a Trust. Echo Seven, oh, it's go by, time. By Echo and Sprouts at the same time. <laughs> oh yeah, should I, should I mention that uh, at the very least, Sprouts would get a chance to jump off if he gets grabbed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Attack roll. Maybe I roll super low uh, again. Ooh no, sixteen on the dice. You are in its mouth, grappled, and it's doing twelve points of piercing damage, and it's gonna. Echo, did you go into health damage? Did it move? Not yet. I, dang um, it. <laughs> that will bring us to Trest. We're back to you, Jabert. This thing is looks like it's holding on by a thread. It has multiple wounds all over its long, spiny back. All right. My uh, my magic blade uh, dissipates. Oh, no. Uh, but I'm going to. You know what? You only live once. I'm going to oh, no. spend a level one spell on this thing. Oh, okay. So uh, I thought you were going to say I'm attacking twice. I was like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spend a level one spell and uh, All right. that bonus one more time. Yes! 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 Oh my Atlanta! Yes! yes! Oh! Uh crest oh! with another critical hit slices this thing in half. I'm gonna say some of that damage has gotta go to Devacho. <laughs> no! What? monster! He he cut it off and he cut the snake off right above Devacho's head and Devacho just peeks out from the corpse. Right? He peeks out, he's got this he's got this sweet new haircut. 22 points of damage. Um yeah, this is another uh, critical shout out to our fans as we are out of combat uh from Casper, who just wants to check up on a cast member at random here. Uh Tyler, how you doing right now? Oh, I'm really angry, Patrick. Is that how I feel? I'm a little peeved. It had five hit points left, and that is enough to, yeah, decapitate this thing in the water. Oh, apparently a blade is all it needs. Even oh. a half damage, that is dead, dead. Out of combat. Oh, man. Zinnia immediately flies over and asks if Devasho is okay. <laughs> thing is dead. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, we, I, I feel like everyone looks at you. We saw you flying away. Yeah. So, suddenly Devasho's mode like, manifests as a fly swatter and shoulder at it. Oh my goodness. D- Devasho holds out just like, <laughs> I don't know. What, you know how like uh, fish have like uh, bladders that help them stay afloat. He just pulls one out. He's just holding it. And he goes, I don't know. You can research this or something. I'm going to go clean up. And he just starts like, he goes over to one side of the cavern. And he just begins using the water to like wash himself of oil and yeah, You can go to the acid. the acid. You can go to the waterfall and take a little little 10 minute shower if you need to. Yeah, he definitely oh, by needs the way, 10 minutes. I was thinking behind that waterfall, there's got to be like a treasure chest or something, right? We should check it out. Let me check the treasure section of this. But no, there's no treasure there. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> oh no, there's a a chopped in half old train sea worm. <laughs> that's a treasure oh, in its own Perfect. right. <laughs> oh, wait, if you ask Zinnia, it is. She's going to take a couple of samples. Uh, I'm, um, I'm also upset because this means I don't have enough resolve points to automatically succeed. Oh, my yeah. Oh, oh no. we'll have some fun. We'll have some fun with fortitude saves. Oh, 
no. Um, does anybody else, um, Echo 7, Trish, do you want to take a 10-minute break? Yes, please. <laughs> I might need to. Okay. <laughs> does anyone need a medicine check, like a, a treat deadly wounds? What do you think? I was in the belly of a monster. Yes, I need lots of medicine checks. How, how far down were you, uh, Tyler? I'm at 10 hit points. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so close. What, what, what is that? Was that like down like 20-ish or something like that? I have 36. Oh, my. oh so 26 down. Yikes. Wow. Uh, yeah, what, uh, why don't you make that uh, the medicine check to treat deadly wounds, and then I'll I'll drop some healing on him. Okay, so, and I picked up an advanced med kit, so that makes yeah. it a DC 15 now, right? Yeah, you got that DC last 20, right? Last week. It is DC, uh, yeah, for the advanced, I believe, 20. Yeah, because oh, previously okay. it was 25, yeah. Nice. Say 26. Uh, I think right. if you beat it by five, then you add your intelligence score as well. Yeah, that is correct. I'm just double checking. Treat deadly wounds. Uh, so the DC is 20, then a 25. Uh, it's one point per... Uh, per level, so it's four, and then you add your intelligence on top of that. So that, my my int is three, so that'd be seven so back. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right, all right. I'm I'm dropping a level two on you here. Oh my. Um. Uh. Oh gosh. Uh, that's actually my last level two. That's fine. Um. But I'll do it because I love you, Mister Cure. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, friend. I, if I am, you go ahead. If I am, if I am being honest, it's just the two of us. I can't help but feeling like my my purpose here is cursed. I have I have turned into this undead form. I have lost an eye, and I have been swallowed by a, a worm. Right. Yes, there are. It is um. You've been put through the ringer, but this is merely a trial that demonstrates your valor. I do not know how many more of these trials I can withstand, but thank you for your thank you for your aid. I I need this. I need this a lot. We'll get through this together. Don't worry. Uh, so 12 plus uh, three, I think. Yeah. Uh, so 15 points of uh, health back. Yeah, that'll put him almost back at full. Nice. Uh, Good. Well, as as you're laying on hands here, Trest, you realize that it is it does not heal him for for that amount, right? <gasps> Uh, it uh, it seems to do a lot less than you think. Uh, heal back a lot less of the wounds. Oh shoot! Oh boy, great. Oh beans. Um, <laughs> isn't that part of your your curse right mm-hmm. now, Tyler? Oh beans, you're right. Dang yeah. it! Magical healing indeed is, is oh, only getting about half of that it's... back. So, All right. So so what are you down right now? Seven hit points. Well, back. hold on. I got to figure out. If it is, I'm just making sure it is. 24 uh, hit points, I believe, is what we're at. Right yep. So you, you need about another 10? Uh, I mean... It's cool. I got healing yeah. touch. 10 minutes. Uh, 10 minutes yeah, of okay. laying on hands, and I got you back up. Uh, I get you an extra uh, 20, so 10 on the half. Ooh. Okay, then that would, yeah, that put me, that would put me very near max. Okay, nice. Cool. Nice. Is it, was anyone else in hit point damage? No. Okay. Yeah, I kind of wailed on Devasho, but uh, this thing sees large threats as the greatest threat. So, sorry to pick on you, Devasho, but oh, that's okay. It good, can reason, swallow a, a, a Troxhole. It's gonna swallow a Troxhole. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you guys want to try and clamber out of this cavern here? I think with with the Trox's help, uh, kind of climbing up on Devasho, you can get to the top of this cavern. It is a DC twenty athletics check, but you guys want to uh, take 10 uh, to to slowly make your way up here, even wet and 
and wounded, uh, you will be able to do that. Oh, don't worry. I don't need to help Zinnia. She can fly. <laughs> we we found that out the hard way. Yes, we have all discovered that. Uh, great. So, like I said, I'm giving you a little bonus here because you can you can help one and another out up there uh, in in just taking ten. So you. Oh, cool. <laughs> you got a natural twenty on that. There's the twenty. Well, natural you know, twenty on an athletics check. <laughs> no one, no one can help you, Devasho. So you need to you need to roll high and, and climb up there yourself. But you guys can move into this next chamber. That as you as you stand up there, you see a a column of amber kind of stretches from floor to the ceiling in the middle here, and you're bathed in a in a you know a radiating kind of warm golden light beneath this huge hemispherical shape at the top of the column. Ah, so this is where that scientist got that dinosaur DNA. <laughs> well, it's hard to see in this chamber because the light is so so bright. It, it begins to diffuse a little bit and you see a, a dusty shrine against the western wall here. Uh, there is etched symbols with around an, an insectoid head. And uh, as you're looking around to the north here, you see the remains of the the column of... Um, of, of, of rock that seemed to be an entrance from the beginning of these caverns here um, that has collapsed and uh, sprouts on the, the far side underneath some debris, some rocks. You see a tiny figure, with a, a red blooming uh, uh, crown of flowers, uh, the the unconscious form of a briar rose pelter. <gasps> Oh, oh no, Rose Rose Petler. Yes, <laughs> I've I've got her name right. Do, uh, do plants breathe? Is it is it breathing? Uh, it is hard to say as it is nearly buried in rock, uh, almost like it is sprouting out of this this wall. Uh, and as soon as you kind of like move over towards her, this column of light in the middle of the room seems to settle and form into another holographic figure. The same Sheeran woman in a white flowing robe that looks on you all and seems like almost a, a copy of Trest here. Her arms are kind of open to you as she seems ready for an embrace. And she says, to be continued. Oh, oh. 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 my goodness. Things going to get real here next week. Oh, man. More real than being eaten alive? Realer than this? <laughs> Briar Rose Peddler is alive. Ooh, I'm excited and happy. And we're going to see see if he can get her out of here in that shape uh, next time on the podcast. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my. She was investigating the same thing you were, and we're going to see what is in this Ultra Room, uh, guys, thanks for bearing with me through the Ultranian sea worm fight. Thanks, but no thanks, Patrick. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I love it so Thank much. you. Uh, everyone out there, thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next week. Good luck. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.